Hey guys and welcome to another episode of Full Kit Banter. In case you're wondering why Pascal or Sash is not doing the introduction, it's because I, BK, has bought over the rights. So this is now a solo pod. So I'll just be doing the whole pod by myself. and might uh, portray certain personas to fill in the gaps. But in the meantime, uh, yeah, I'm going to start bantering about Spurs. <laughs> Dude, I was like... Holding my breath the whole time because I was dying the moment we started. <laughs> that was good. Uh, that was really good, man. Yeah, just messing around with you guys. Uh, it's back. It's good to be back on the pod. Um, FKB is still the four of us. Uh, so today, Nate, Pascal, and Sash and I we're gonna be talking about last week's highlights, and we will get into it straight by smashing. Well, actually, I think it's just Sash and I, like, number one. The only the only team out of the big six that lost. You can just sum it up that way. Oh, yeah, The man, only losers man. of the weekend. <laughs> I mean, when Sash <laughs> picked this topic up the first, I was like, man, it had to be, it had to be. Bro, I, I, had, I had to, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I didn't pick it because I don't like Spurs. I picked it because, you know, it was the first game of Game Week 4. Uh, so that's that, that totally is unbiased. That totally is true, unbiased. that is true. Patrick Vieira masterclass uh, on to Spurs. Oh. It is amazing to see Spurs lose three 0 um, He doesn't lose to Spurs. Is he still? Yeah, is he still yeah. undefeated against Spurs? I don't think he ever lost as a player for Arsenal against. Tottenham. No, no else. No yeah, else. I think that's why he said in one of his post-match interviews, mm. he's like, "I don't lose against Spurs." Wow, oh, that's wow. like. Instant, <laughs> instant legend. Even if he goes on to lose like the rest of his games as Palace manager, that's he's just like such totally a lining himself up to take over Ateta at the same time. I don't mm. think you guys wanna go down there. <laughs> but, but, yeah. but anyway, um, let's talk about the game, man. Um, do you want to swing the sledgehammer first? Would love to. Yeah, BK, just give us your thoughts. Yeah, finally, BK, yeah, after getting mm. bantered for being bottom and Spurs <laughs> being top, right? You finally get to. Yeah, man. Let's uh, all that that rage go. Dude, I I I didn't watch the match, but I saw the highlights. Uh, oh, I I thought the first challenge, the first fight with Zaha and um Tanganga, right? Yeah, Tanganga. Mm. Uh, well, I I thought it was a straight red. I mean, like I don't see why there was a need for a brawl. Like usually brawls, like. I but I think Zaha was the one who started pushing first. Well, Tanganga was no, like no, dude. Tanganga was dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah he dude. wanted to take his shirt home yeah. with him. Absolutely yeah, yeah. no desire to win the ball. He just went for Zaha. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, yeah. I, I, Zaha I, retaliated. I thought that was crazy. But the second challenge was... It was a yellow it, card or... Yeah, it wasn't... Yeah. It was, it was Dude, deservedly was a, a second yellow, yeah. There was yeah, a Jaka-like... Yeah. Jaka-like challenge. It was a stupid challenge. Uh. I, I saw it, I was like... <sighs> like, if you didn't get the first yellow card, like, you might have got away with it. But, hey man, because of that, that's where the whole thing went downhill. Um, the handball there was quite shitty defending as well. Uh, I I I don't know why was his hand out for defending that cross. Uh, so penalty is a penalty. There's nothing to talk about that. Someone one. had to take over the Musa Sissoko mantle after he left for Watford. Yeah, man. Doing stupid. Wait, was that Wings? Penalty box. Oh yeah, I don't yeah, think it, was it wasn't Wings. It was uh Ben Davies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just come okay. on, ironically. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then after that was um, what was the second goal? The second goal was the um Edward, yeah, signing 20, Edward, 20, yeah. 29 seconds after coming mm. on for his palace oh, yeah, debut. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that was pretty dope. Uh, but I know his second goal was just 
poor, poor defending. Like, I saw they, that They ball. just went AWOL. Like, he yeah, had, yeah. my guy had three touches in the six-yard box. I was, like, looking at that, I was like, what in the world? That that, that was, like, just horrible defending Uh, for him to, like, just score that goal. The, the last goal was just total that in. 3-0, Tr- wow. Like, nothing to say about that, man. That was just horrible. I don't think uh, it really flattered Palace, to be honest. I think 3-0 at the end. Yeah, you can... You can Consider the the red card and like their defense being absolute like dross, but three y- 0 didn't really flatter Palace in my opinion. Had, it, so had yeah, some decent chances in the first e- half. Eleven well. versus eleven, Palace was all over them. Man. Like mm. yeah, the first ten minutes they were a bit jittery because I felt that they gave Spurs a little bit too much respect. But then um I I think um they they kind of saw that midfield trio of wings, Skip and Hoiberg, and they were like. We can't lose to them. We can't That's lose to a Europa bombs. Conference League midfield if I ever yeah, saw yeah. <laughs> Let, let's, let's talk about that. Hurricane and Luke. Uh, did they form up in a 4 4 2 or 4 5 1? I have no idea, man. They played Delhi Ali uh, on, on the way. On paper, wing. it was a 4 5 1, but it didn't look like that at all. It feels like a 4 Diamond 2. Because on the Premier League app, it was 4 4 2, which I, when I saw it at first, I was like, what? And then, like, from what you guys are saying, is, I guess it's kind of oh, But the, the game itself, right? Like, Dele Ali played on the wings. And the dude is good at what he does, but he's no winger. Yeah, yeah. He's an AM. Easy 10. Yeah, uh, and uh, I don't know, man. Like, Kane, he's... Did he, he even play, song. bro? Yeah, like, exactly. You could right? have fooled me. <laughs> could have fooled <laughs> me, man. Like, my guy had... Uh, I want, I would love to see his heat map of the game. <laughs> he looks like yeah. he, was, he looked like he was playing even deeper than Hoiberg at certain times, and at, back to yeah, being just a the desperation to to get on the ball. Yeah, uh, uh, mm. honestly, I don't really get the Spurs team now because like I'm like looking at it and I don't, <laughs> I don't recognize it. I mean, uh, they also they, did they have look, a, a yeah. ton of injuries lah. So. No no Celso, no Son. Bland without Son. Yeah, it's it's not really yeah. a hurricane FC right now. It's more. of if Son, Son doesn't play, right? They look absolutely like relegation. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm lying. They, they were the ones who were playing like they're betting for relegation, man. And Palace were the ones who played like. But so they brought in um they who did they have in their wings like when Son um, last season when Son was out who who they, who have, Ber- they have Bergwijn and Lucas pretty much. Bergwijn they sold. This no no Bergwijn no he's still there man. Yeah. Oh so he's Bergwijn out. Bergwijn is uh, bad man. I. He's just not the answer, lah. Yeah. yeah. I don't get why they didn't play Brian Gill. Not not saying that he's like. I I thought that this kind of match would be kind of like something that you wanna put up your <coughs> players. You gotta ask Cons- Nuno, man. Considering he he traded him with cash for uh what's his name? Lamella, right? Yeah, for La- Lamella, and the dude hasn't even started yet, and I'm like, wow. Okay, maybe. Oh no, he was sub. Yeah, he was sub. He was. He didn't even start yet. Yeah, mm. that that was a bit confusing. Um. Yeah, yeah I don't but know. it's one of those like players they're trying to nurture and protect, I guess. But when you don't have squad depth, you don't really have the luxury of you know. Yeah, totally, completely agree with that. In. Yeah, I mean you know that Dyer has been sort of the um, lightning rod of criticism amongst all the Spurs fans, but after he left the pitch because of an an injury, I think. Yeah. They kind of look lost uh, in the defense because. I think he was the guy that sort of organized the defense and all that. But after he left and uh, Rodon came on, uh, Rodon. that's when yeah, that's when Rodon um, started taking over. <laughs> no, R- Rodon was fine. 
I think Ronaldo was fine. Yeah, I don't think you can really hate on the kid. I mean, Mm. he's playing alongside a freaking left back in central defense (laughs) with a man down. There's not much. Yeah, I I I have to say I'm quite surprised that Spurs recruitment for this transfer window was pretty poor. No, no, Um, I think it was mixed. I I I don't know what you guys think. Um, maybe y'all can like jump in as well. But I I like to talk a bit about. The guys who they've bought who haven't featured yet, namely like Romero. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, y'all, y'all go ahead first. <coughs> uh, I think I like if they managed to keep Kane, that was their priority this this whole window. Uh, and like reinforcements, I mean, they, they had so much things on their mind, right? Keep Kane and then find mm-hmm. a good manager, uh, because that was like the main headache, right? And then once you have the manager, then you try to do like that's get, a great point. Like bring mm-hmm. in the people that the manager wants. So I think because they didn't have a manager, they couldn't outright go and try to bring in players who would be like, wait, but you don't even have a manager. <laughs> Why would I want to play for this club? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think that was the situation, man. Fair, 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 fair point. They they did have a shaky start to the season. Uh, yeah, recruitment. Did they do? I mean, oh, the preseason. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually had a good yeah. start, actually, like the first Shaky start to the preseason. It's yeah, kind the of recruitment mm. and all. Uh, it's kind of like a false... I I know they 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 win they went like three games uh, a three game winning run and but they won all the games one nil. If you watch each of those games minute to like yeah. minute zero to minute ninety, you would have seen the cracks. Um, mm. I didn't watch all game, three games, but I, I saw yeah. enough to know that there were definitely some cracks. I in I there. watched the game when they played Wolves. It's kind of more of Wolves shitty finishing than Spurs defending resolutely. <laughs> uh, you mean <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pretty bad. Um, even against Watford, like Ismila Sah had a few chances, but it was kind of the lorry show for c- both games. He played well. Um, first game against Man City, it, it, typical smash and grab win. La. Like it was a ironically, I thought their their best performance was against Man City. Yeah, they knew like they had a game. Like they, f- it felt like they had a game plan going, but um. I think game week two and game week three onwards when they played Wolves and Watford it was kind of like you score first and then you hang on and you just mm. pray that Loris pulls pulls two worldies again, which he kind of did. Mm, mm. He he did, he did. Yep. So what happened, man? Spurs fans, like <laughs> I think top I'm, of the I'm, league. I'm just trying to I'm I'm really interested to know, right, uh-huh. when all these players are fit, how they're actually gonna line up. Because right now I'm thinking of that we all know how important central defensive pairings are. Like mm-hmm. you can see, United finally have a the one they've been crying out for for so long with Maguire and Varane. You have Arsenal building their own thing. You have Chelsea finally looking <laughs> extremely resolute. Oh, they didn't, we, 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 didn't, seemingly, like, we didn't look that against Villa. We're, we're gonna <laughs> touch on that later. But yes, yes, sure, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Liverpool, of course, finally with Van Dijk and Matip back together, and City with you know last season's play of the year yeah. Ruben Diaz but with Spurs right I don't know who they they have in mind going forward obviously you have Romero who they just signed for a pretty penny mm-hmm. he's gonna start for sure but we don't know if he's a proven commodity in the Premier League yet and then you have that kind of slot that's waiting to be filled by either Dyer who okay, uh, I myself still feel a little bit confused yeah, why he's my, my two cents on this. Yeah, my two cents on this. I, I do feel it's <coughs> going to be a Dyer and Romero partnership because Romero and Sanchez, I feel that they're like kind of the same player. It's just that Romero is kind of defensively better. Sanchez is 
he he can blow hot and cold sometimes and I think Dyer's the kind of guy that like I said he organize organizes the defense and all that. And they do look good, like most defensively resolute when they were playing Man City because I think it was more of their settled back four. I think Reguilon, Dyer, Sanchez and it was it was Tanganga playing right back at that point of time, right? Before Ro- Emerson Royal came into the board. Yeah. Yeah, and see against Palace, right? After Dyer got taken off, that back four of Reguilon, Rodon, um, who, who was the other guy? Ah, Tanganga and Emerson Royal. It's it's one of the most inexperienced back four combinations that you could have against Palace. And Wilfred Zaha was having a field day. Oh and yeah, he was. See, yeah, he was. He was bullying Royal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was bullying Royal. I mean, I I feel kind of bad for Royal because you know your first debut in the London derby and. Your first opponent ever is Wilfred Zaha. You're gonna have a bad time in the office, uh, but especially when you don't have um, mm. someone who's really experienced next to you, so it's like almost like two, the blind leading the blind at that right mm-hmm. side of the Spurs defense. Yeah, man, Tanganga <laughs> was. I feel like a man possessed. <laughs> it was so weird because mm. he's been so mature ever since he's come in. Yep, he's looked like. Um, Do you a think it's because like of played beyond yeah. his years? Yeah, sorry to kind of, but do you think it's mm. because, you know, Dyer left a few and he didn't have that, you know, that calming influence beside him to tell him that, hey, you know, take a breather, don't be so rash in your tackles and all that, you know, don't let them wind you up. And it's no coincidence that, you know, when Rodon came on, like, Tanganga decided to, you know, take a little bit too much responsibility. He was in and here and there everywhere, trying to make blocks and not, you know, timing his tackles properly. And it was pretty evident after he got after he put in that second challenge on um can't remember who it is, but when he got his ye- second yellow card, I was like, Yeah, the guy's done really. You could uh, see yeah, are you are you I think he was like Oh yeah, are you right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the yeah. guy the guy was gone, man. I th- I think Sarge brought up a very good point. I was just looking at their back line of Spurs and I realized like I think one of the oldest players is in fact Doherty. Nah, Brudoti shit, man. No, no, no. As in, like, <laughs> I- in terms of like age and maturity of a the spy, uh, of a of the a Asian, squad. Man. Yeah, mm. yeah, I think they don't really have much uh, leaders at the back line as well. Mm. Interesting though. Uh, I I didn't think like that. Rom- Romero could be a key signing, or he could prove to be another high-profile flop. It really, mm-hmm. I'm very interested to see how that plays out because once you find like a stable half of that central defense, right? so much of that hard work is done already. Like, it's so difficult to find two, but once you get that first one, then you can cater his partner. Like, you know, you can take a look at the attributes you need in the transfer market. So he's going to be a big one because as you've seen with Davidson Sanchez, it didn't quite work out. The last kind of real defensive player that made a big impact for them was Alderweireau. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. So That's yeah, it, that, that'll be interesting to see how it, how it plays out. Hmm. All right. Well, so yeah, f- the early false dawn of Spurs, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we, we pretty much wrapped Spurs up pretty good. Um, so much well, for being the uh, Premier League champions in August, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, before before we switch gears, what about a bit of like credit to Palace, though? I thought a lot of people, yeah. especially after that Chelsea game, were fearing the worst for them and Vieira, mm-hmm. but it seems like they've kind of come on a bit stronger, like. Like figuratively and literally after that game, they've mm-hmm. I think it was two draws on the bounce before the win um, against Spurs. So 
It's in- it'll be interesting to see how Vieira can adapt and continue to improve this side. Yeah, Eduardo looks like a great signing already. Agent Conor Gallagher, man. Seagax doing the business against Spurs. Things you love to see. Yeah, do you guys you guys know that Conor Gallagher is on loan from Chelsea, right? Mm. Mm, yeah. You guys have like freaking players everywhere, dude. Mm. It's ridiculous. Dude, this is like our agency, man. We send spies our agency, to, to, bro. Take, to take to take points away from you guys. You just, just take a look, man. Like I mean Nathan he's Nathan a, he's a really exciting player though. Like uh, he's a real live wire. Yep. Two goals, two assists so far. Pretty good start to the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of surprised mm-hmm. on, on how much influence he has on the team. Yeah, it, it's gonna be pretty exciting to see, you know, Aberiche, Easy, Ollis when they're all slowly integrated to the team with Zaha and Eduard. Mm-hmm, it's gonna mm-hmm. be uh I think they're gonna be pretty much glass cannons, man, with that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think the saving grace in defense is um, the signing of Anderson. Yeah. I think oh, quality, yeah. quality, 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 really impressive, quality really comfortable signing. on the ball. Yeah, dude, if you look at Palace squad, right, <coughs> they're filled with youngsters with, you know, high potential, high trajectory, and all that. It's pretty exciting and pretty uh, much a breath of fresh air compared to they changed. Yeah, they they pretty yeah, much let squad so many season. of their senior players yeah, go a lot, and freeze mm, a lot. A yeah, lot of them, so yeah. they, they they took a they, they rolled the dice on like kind of refreshing up the squad. Yeah. And, um, they look good, yeah, man. Interesting to see how that how that goes as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh, all uh, right, Sash. Let's go, Chelsea. Come on, Chelsea. Yeah, let's next? go. Uh, I thought you guys wanted to talk about Arsenal first, but yeah, uh, fine. Let's go talk. About <laughs> uh, yeah. So I watched the first the first half of the match, right? Um, honestly, Dude, I, hands up in the air. Villa should have scored twice. I'm just going to say, Mendy was a massive. Like he proved why he's the number one seed there. Yeah, man, big, big energy, dude. Big, big, big Senegalese, massive, big massive dude. Like the saves were like crazy. <laughs> I was like looking at that. I was like, no, like no way, man. Saul probably the worst home debut I've seen from a Chelsea player in my life. I know. Wow, wow. No, that's I a know. wait, that's quite wait. A okay, let me just justify it, right? Like, okay, if I think about it, who, or rather, which Chelsea player? Drink water has had such a worse no drink water was fine dude. <laughs> Saul was like trying his best to help Villa score, like the amount of time. <laughs> Torres had a pretty shit debut. Fernando, nah dude. Yeah. I, I, at least Get an elbow from Daniel Agger in like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> nah dude, Saul, at, at least like he didn't. Okay, alright. Tor- Torres and Saul, I, I I think that Saul takes the cake la. Like, he. Looked slow. I mean, yeah, I know he just came from La Liga and all that. You know the, the the pace is is not as frantic as what it is in the Premier League, and you can I felt that you know Villa kind of targeted him, because he kind of lost the ball in very dangerous areas. You know the the one where he lost the ball directly in between Thiago Silva and I think it was Chaloba, and Watkins just ran through. And if if it wasn't for the brilliance of Mendy, right, it would have been one 0 to. It's already one like Villa would have equalized by then, and mm-hmm. there was another one where you know he he got dispossessed by I think McGinn or was it Jacob Ramsey, and then he passed it to to Watkins. He beat Mandy, but uh Thiago Silva was there to make the block. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That, I was, that, that was absolutely massive. yeah. I was actually shitting my pants because of that and like no dude like Saul has to get off <laughs> in halftime <laughs> because we did. need some control in midfield which he did. Uh, Jorginho came on and he I'm surprised he started to be yeah, honest yeah yeah I thought he would come in as a sub instead yeah, the thing is that I, I, Saul I don't really know much about Saul but I do feel that uh, he's kind of a little bit similar to Kovacic in the way they play and you can't have that in midfield man, because 
you need someone to hold their position while the other midfielder makes the, those like darting so, runs and all that. So you're saying there was like two Kovacic Yeah, there were two similar players in midfield which I don't there think There was a reason why Kovacic played one of his best games. Because <laughs> <laughs> right? he was like, screw it, I'm not gonna... This is like, nah fam. I'm just like, gonna throw him under the bus and like totally score the goal. Kovacic finally unlocked his passing. I, have ha- I haven't seen him hit a pass that good since he... Since the match against Liverpool when he, he passed to Hazard and then uh you know Hazard scored from that. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, that, that <laughs> so these style of passes damn. are few and far between and yeah, a rare Kovacic goal after the second half, man. Mings with a brain fart. Uh let Kovacic run through and yeah, he tripped the that, keeper. That was that was random. That was class, man. Hmm. But hey, the man of the hour, Mr. Romelu Lukaku, man. Dude two goals. I've missed seeing a striker like this and it's Dude, been his, so long. His it's composure I saw yeah, the highlights. I was yeah. like, oh my god, like, how is he so calm? Elite finishing, man. Elite. Class. Dude, this is so yeah. calm and precise finishing. It, 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 he made it feel, it, it looks like he was just spreading butter on toast on the whole, like, Austin <laughs> Villa defense. It was just, like, easy. Yeah, it's funny, dude. though, like, when I saw, when I see Lukaku get the ball, right, it, I get flashbacks of when he's at United, and I'm thinking he's gonna sky it. <laughs> He's gonna like <laughs> he's gonna shin it and then like he rockets it into the into the top corner. You're just like man, it's a different Lukaku. Yeah, the the Lukaku at United and the Lukaku who you know came from Inter. They're two different players. Yeah, they matured a lot in one season. What what I like to see, yeah, what I like to see is how because I was checking out the stats, right? Lukaku had two big chances, or rather two chances at goal, and he buried both. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember the previous episode? What I listed as uh, a bane for Tuchel's Chelsea last season was. Our short conversion rate was like nine percent, just super bad. But you, as you can see, Lukaku is a final jigsaw puzzle in this Chelsea side, and all he needs is a chance, and he'll most likely score. And I was like, mm. oh, I was so relieved because I I've had enough of players like, you know, Morata, players like Higuain missing chances, Werner as well. But mm. hey, Werner's run, man, Werner's run was what made the last goal because he kind of brought uh the two defenders away from Lukaku, which kind of gave him space. To fire that shot into the top corner, mm. great finishing, man! I was like, oh mm. yes, he's finally arrived. So was, I mean, you must be, you must be absolutely like dreaming about that confrontation with Spurs, right? Especially oh, yes. the defenders aren't fit. In oh. <laughs> I want to see like Lukaku just cr- crush them. Nothing. Will, it's not mm, gonna be pretty. Nothing. La. Will bring <laughs> a smile more to my face than you know beating Spurs at their own home ground. Oh, it's Spurs so home. Yeah, Spurs away. I mean, I, they don't scare me. Like, I, I feel Arsenal more. I feel Arsenal more. Yeah, I do f- fear Spurs right now. Mm. Kind of hoping that... I, I mean, I do have a feeling that Romero's going to be fit, but he's going to make his home debut against What Lugaku. a debut. Yeah, man. Yeah. He's going to have his hands full. Mm. Mm. It might be worth looking at some highlights of Atalanta for Inter from last season to mm. see how they, uh, yes, they matched that's up. That's true. That's true. That'll be okay, good. Uh, apparently, yeah. right, there were comments saying that, oh, Romero kind of pocketed Lukaku in the Italian league, but this is the Premier League, man. We kind of, yeah. we saw and how who were his feeders? The, yeah, dude. the Inter squad versus the Chelsea squad. Chelsea mm. squad has so much more pace. Yeah. I, I kind of want to see Werner get a run out, man. Just stretch that play. Maybe get uh maybe force Romero in an early yellow card. I expect him to oh yeah. against Spurs. Mm. I do think he'll feature in the Champions League. Oh, I think yes. that's where he'll he'll get his first start, mm. get some minutes, Verna? get some more minutes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's it's nice to see that you know Tuchel makes six changes to the starting lineup against. I Villa. think he's just going full on rotation, mm. man. 
Yeah, dude, like, because we had players coming back late from internationals and all that, and it's kind of a pretty hectic schedule up ahead because, you know, Champions League is now part of the mix, and we're going to need to have players fresh, fit, and firing. Mm. 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 Yeah, so it's kind of nice to see that we kind of, no, we don't kind of have, we do have squad depth right now. Players that can cover every position, and bro, if you're ever going to need, like, a more motivational scene, right, Marcus Alonso with the captain's armband. Yeah, Bro, dude. Like last season, he was spending <laughs> anything is possible. Yeah, he was spending the second <laughs> half. Sorry, he was watching the second half on the team bus. You know, everyone was calling for him to be sold, and right now he's captaining Chelsea. If Marcus Alonso can do it, anyone can do it. <laughs> Even baby oil. <laughs> oh yes, yes. <laughs> well, yeah, so I kind of said, you know, my piece on this. So, what do you guys think? <laughs> I mean, I clearly, like, dropped the ball with Chelsea, right? Because I didn't watch the Villa <laughs> game. But from what I've seen, it is a different beast now, especially at the back. Um, I think if they can iron out those sloppy mistakes like you mentioned. Um, it was all Saul, dude. Like, after he left the pitch, we looked we look so much better. <laughs> so just don't play yeah, him. Like, just, like, return him. Like. Job done. He's just alone anyway. Just just I, mean, yeah, I mean, we have the receipt. We can just send him back. You know? Yeah, then <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Wow, this is them. I think it's <laughs> so good. At the same time, I can't, I can't help but think that's pretty Yeah, funny. no, no. Like, like I said, Chelsea was great. Uh, offensively, amazing. Uh, defensively, also amazing. Like, really, the back three and uh, Mandy is really held up for those goals, man. Like, it, it wasn't that Villa was poor or bad. I mean, Mings, that one was just a total Mings flopping. Uh, but apart from that, like, Villa didn't really give up till like, probably the second goal. Oh, probably, like, 70th minute-ish they, they, they were still like Pushing quite high And I was a bit uh, y- You know Granted that they, they they did play A very tough Chelsea squad It wasn't like Chelsea's second team Or something man It was like I don't even know What what what, what team is that That was like Pretty f- solid first team man I'm not even sure Chelsea has a second team Right now man Their, their players seem Team 1.5 or something Um, Fluid in the sense just that Interchange even their bench players feel like they have a, a big role to play at times. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah. that's very important. Anyone could step in at the drop of a yeah, time. Yeah, because like, uh, like Pass and I were just talking offline this week and we were talking about squad depth, like the importance of it and how uh. that could actually be the the big uh, defining um, difference between who actually gets to the title and goes, oh, totally and goes I, deep I totally in the... And Chelsea, um, City as usual, who have an A and B squad... And then this season, um, even United's team has has a mm. lot of depth as well. Um, so that's why I think we were just having a talk of, offline about like how Liverpool would be looking at their team. Yeah. And I mean, spoiler alert: we were talking <laughs> about Liverpool's lack of <laughs> lack of depth. Yeah, Join the club, bruv. <laughs> and then I think like what you guys mentioned earlier, when you see like how Spurs is in this kind of situation where their team is still waiting for players to get back to fitness levels, then I think it's totally obvious to see that if you don't have the depth for rotation, mm. it's going to hurt you and it's going to really affect your run in any cup or or the, the league alone. Yeah. Wow. Like, now that you mentioned squad depth, I think, uh, it's, I mean, oh, sorry, not about squad depth, but like what you mentioned about United squad depth is also absolutely good segue to go into United. Um, 4-1, Nathan, how do you feel about that? Maybe you had yeah, to, right? Yeah. 
Oh, I thought Mr. we were going to do like United last, but yeah, no, definitely the Mr. United. Cristiano Ronaldo, two goals on his debut. Uh, is that even a debut? Second debut? Second home debut. Yeah, second home debut. Dude, the crowd was massive. Like it was electrifying. Like seeing him, it felt like a like a like a festival. Yeah, there's like there's like a festival atmosphere. I was like shocked. I was watching it with my dad, so I was like watching the match, and uh, I was like, wow, it was like crazy. The whole United squad was back. Everyone wanted Ronaldo to score. To be fair, Newcastle played really well for the first forty five minutes until that goal. Um, shout out to Mason Greenwood for like, was there a cross or was that there was a shot? It's a right? shot. There was a shot. Yeah. yeah. Shout oh, out to shot, that yeah. Ronaldo's positioning is Impeccable uh, Pascal you, you mentioned it offline as well There was crazy positioning Man knows where to be At that point of time uh, caught, caught the Newcastle squad off And I think it was The worst time To actually score a goal um, Right before the halftime break Considering that they did Actually pretty well And Yeah I think uh, there was something Very interesting uh, We did talk about this in the In the previous episode About how having a character like Ronaldo may force the United squad to play differently, like to his strength. But yeah. actually, I what I really enjoyed was the fact that um, it seemed like a lot of, of players were taking the onus on themselves to, like the Greenwood shot, you know, if you, if you thought about it, if Ronaldo's in the box and you are on the wing, you should try to look for him in any typical case if that was how your team was set up to play with Ronaldo, right? But instead, no, like Greenwood, in, with the confidence that he's had this season, he decided, okay, it wasn't a great shot, but he decided to go for it anyways. And then um, Ronaldo uh, was I mean, just there. Dude, right he played right better than Sancho, man. <laughs> Sancho was just... Can we just save Sancho for the last part? <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> you already know, know what's what, going what's to go down. I, I was glad to yeah. see... Uh, I was happy to see <laughs> Bruno... I mean, the two Portuguese men, like, just running the show, man. Br- Bruno was like, just... Okay, the first half, he was just firing aimlessly and then the sec- second half like that goal was a nice rocket like something you'd see Ronaldo do back in the past as well actually it if you wanna think about running the show right it's Pogba like Pogba is a oh, different beast this season yes. you know like the way he the way he uh he controls and he he spots uh, the movements of all the players I think he's really the orchestrator now and then that frees Bruno to just do whatever he wants yeah so I yeah. think he, lead, he leads the attack now while Pogs like just sit more slightly behind him of sorts. Yeah, but not in a defensive way because yeah. like they, they actually did what we were all talking about, like getting a CDM. Okay, it's not a fresh one, it's Matic. Yeah, had, I, was like, shocked, dude. I was shocked. A, a bit of I, a mixed game. I don't know if you all saw, like sometimes he was good and sometimes dude. he was like shit. <laughs> Matic would not survive with an opposing midfield that actually put yeah. pressure on him. My guy had like the freedom of Old Trafford to pick his pass, but I mean, okay, it's it's ingrained in him to like you know keep possession, pass it sideways or backwards. But I mean, like if you just if, if you were th- his touches on the ball, man, like it's it's slow. <laughs> don't tell me you ca- you guys I, can't. Do I mean, like if you were Ole, right, right? Uh, would you play Fred McTominay or Matic? The ideal one is is McTominay, la, in my opinion, but he's still injured, uh, recovering from a groin injury. Um, then Fred, if you know, you've heard me, I, I'm not a big fan. And, um, so... No, you, you, <laughs> that, that surprises me, man. Not no! <laughs> what? what? <laughs> That's a shocker, man. Uh, I mean... Uh, yeah, so you take, uh... I mean, I you, was so glad to Martin see Van de Beek. Van de Beek came on, 
And when Vanderby came on, he was nothing but energy. He was running like crazy. And he kept yeah, asking he for the ball. But he can't feel that DM role, right? He can't feel that DM role. I mean, he's so desperate for game time, I think he would take it if Ole. <laughs> yeah, if I was Vanderby, it'd just be like a Midland Niles thing. If I was Vanderby, yeah, right, I'd be doing everything free, I can to like... Ha- I'll just be googling what does, this, what does a defensive midfielder free do. Him. Change my game to like make that position mine. Like like Nate said, just do anything you can to get in the team. I mean, right it now. could change. He's not really a defensive midfielder, but he can definitely play box to box. So he can track box back. To box. Yeah. yeah, he can definitely track back to to add body cover. But I I uh, do potentially see him as a Pogba substitute of sub. Uh, like the games that Poggers need to sit out as well. Uh, I do see him as a potential replacement. But I do see that Ole will just slide back into putting Fred and McTominay when he has the option to. Yeah, I think it'll be a bit different. If you ask me, I think because Vanderbeek doesn't seem like the kind who can hit the long ball distributions. I, I feel like he's definitely, if you see him play like the IX way, he's like uh, more of a intricate passing one-two and movement. So I would actually have him play a little bit higher up and then maybe even get Bruno to play the Pogba position if Pogba mm. needs to rest. Because Bruno mm-hmm. can definitely do the switch plays yeah. and spot runners and mm-hmm. give the long ball and then let Van der Beek play almost like a false nine like all the way at the front and then just oh. kind of, yeah. Yeah, I, I was... I, I, I didn't really like the first half of the United game because like uh, they, they were pushing it a lot out from Ronaldo. Like it, it was a bit weird to see him in the centre position. They were yeah, forcing, they it, were a forcing bit. it a bit. They were forcing it, it a little bit. You can see like yeah. Ronaldo in the center, target man. Um, like what is it? Newcastle did well to defend him. Uh, well, since we're at this, we're almost at the last part, right? Sancho, man, I I really swear they could have paid me half his salary. I would have done the same thing. You mean just run around? <laughs> You're being generous. <laughs> I think you would have done a bit more. <laughs> it, it, it was poor man I was like I was just looking I was like Oh my god Like Dude Like Anyone could have done his job man I want to say that I'm not a Sancho hater I really want him to do well But in his current state I, I don't really know What's gonna happen Because You would say If the guy needs confidence Give him game time But with his game time It's just It's really not great I would put and him for the league cups man Maybe But you can definitely see like I mean he's 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 like Before Ronaldo He was the record signing You know Like Yeah yeah. He's the one who's supposed to be Like I even saw him as The potential next seven After Cavani leaves You know That kind of he's, mm-hmm. He was at the caliber And I think he was brought in With that kind of expectation And it could be that It's weighing too heavily on him uh, That he's not I don't know He's thinking too I much or yeah, he I doesn't get the how, how the team runs because he runs and then they don't look for him it's and then yeah, he it's tracks his final back third, and right? Yeah. It's yeah, just exactly. And you could see the difference when he subbed off for Lingard and what a impression Lingard made. Like Lingard knows exactly what he wants to do and yeah. he gets into the positions and yeah, good on him that he got the goal. Youth, youth team. team. <laughs> youth Prodigy. Team, Prodigy. Prodigy. Lingard and Alonso, man, really showing us that anything Come is back possible players. in life. Can resurrect your careers from like seemingly the depths of like hell, but I don't know. Before we move on from United, right, Nate, I wanted to actually ask you despite the scoreline and besides obviously, obviously the story being, you know, Ronaldo's return, was there anything in particular that worried you despite it ending rather comfortably? Um, yeah, Maguire is a little bit worrying to me, like. I mean, we you could. I think we have to give a little bit of credit to Newcastle. They 
didn't actually just yeah, yeah they absolutely. played a good game they really did they didn't sit back and just play body behind they really tried to to attack and um especially like Almiron and our favorite Saint Max like they really Saint Malmiron <laughs> Max Saint Max he they really like took it to United and they know that the like Maguire is the weaker slower of the two center backs so they tend to r- just run down that side um and it really puts a lot of pressure on uh on the defense um because now I think um Shaw and AWB tend to push up quite a bit so on the counter um, we are oh, yeah. actually quite the, the gaps. Yeah, it's quite obvious as well. Like you see that there's a lot of space for opponents to run, and I think other teams that look at this match will, will definitely see that as a, a an avenue to exploit. So that's a bit worrying. It but could be the Old Trafford mm. ground as well. Like Ole will want to force more attacking, and since Old Trafford is so big, like you have no choice but to get your fullbacks to push further up. And I think that's not a bad thing because it's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's not. I think that there's something that was that I quite liked was that even when Newcastle equalized, you could feel like there was no stress. Like the the team knew that they would get back into it. Um, not just because they had Ronaldo, but there was this sense of like it's all right. We can we can get one more back, which was not always the case with United. You could see sometimes they'll get quite distressed when they when a team gets back at them. So, um, I think they are playing with a bit more confidence. And I think I'm totally fine if they don't keep clean sheets, but they score, they push up to get one or two more goals. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. that's the point of getting a a world class centre back like Varane to mm. to have the confidence to not always have to stay back, but to push up and hope that you know he can handle the situation at the back. Uh, mm-hmm. And with the form that De Gea is in as well, I think you know it was it's it's all right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the goal that Newcastle scored was good. It was good yeah, movement. It was. It was, it was good. Yeah. So they I could mean, have scored more, man. They I could, mean, yeah. like a certain player, say <coughs> Joe Willock, missed his opportunity as well. I, I don't know how. They yeah, that was. He a, should that have squared it into the center. The Willock, the Willock and Almiron. Yeah, he should have squared right, it yeah. in, man. Yeah, just some final thoughts on United. You know, to play devil's advocate, uh, no pun intended. Mm. Um, hey. a tougher test lie ahead uh, for United. Um, I kind of echo your thoughts, Pascal. On oh no, sorry, I think it was BK on the first half. Uh, United were kind of forcing the issue. Newcastle actually looked the better team. Oh, definitely. About team. Yeah. And uh, you guys aren't gonna face you know Freddie Woodman every game uh, So, guy kind <laughs> of such a shame. I thought Woodman. I thought Woodman was having mm. a really solid first half until obviously that. That lapse in mm. concentration and then getting nutmeg yeah. for the oh, second yeah, yeah. For me, the, the jury is still out on how whether Ole can set this team up efficiently to get the best out of Ronaldo, whether they can just in, uh relying on individual talent or individual, you know, um, spurts of brilliance from yeah like brilliance. From the players, oh, yeah. I mean, uh, West Ham will be a tougher task. Yeah, such not to mention that. Yeah, completely just just right. looking at it. Wow, West Ham against. United, yeah, not yeah, but not Antonio game. suspended, so it's a uh, another plus point. <laughs> oh, yeah, just defend, mm. So um, just to steal the limelight a little bit away from you, BK. Uh, Arsenal, man. Just uh, what what do you think of Arsenal? I feel that um, it, it was you still guys, shaky. You man. Guys, it was a shaky win. You guys played well. I mean, you guys. What's to be expected? Uh, actually, I expected be, this. Yeah, you guys should just be happy to get the win, you know, get yeah. the season finally uh, started and running. And yeah. 
I think that you guys should have scored more goals, but yeah, agreed, completely I, agreed. I, I feel that yeah, it's just it's just a building block, you know, baby steps. After such a horrendous start to the season, all yeah. you needed were the three points, and I feel that fans that are going a little bit too hard on oh it's. But it's Norwich. We should have beat them like five 0 Like guys, calm your tits down. Yeah, man. yeah. It's 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 like like what you mentioned. Baby steps. Mm-hmm. Um, clean sheet. I think that's quite impressive. Honestly, I rather the one 0 win than a two one win. If you gave me a choice, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. the clean sheet was important. Uh, I think kind of sadly backs up Edu's point on that his team that he spent on or breeding is kind of building itself. I mean, Gabriel, Ben White, Tierney. And Tommy are like all there. Ramsdale over Leno, I guess. <laughs> I guess it's just a home, like just for the home fans to see the players. I think Edu wanted to make his point, I guess. I actually, no, man. I actually think this was the start of Leno being I also do out. think, because his contract is on the line, I think. I, I think, I don't just think it's the contract. Like, I think Arteta has realized he's dead set on playing out the back. We've seen it for like months already, right? I think he realizes that Leno just doesn't have Balls. the the capabilities, and he seems to believe that Ramsdale I, I can mean, perform that role. And from what we saw yesterday, he did look a lot more assured on the ball. But then again, he also was playing out to much better players yes, than yeah. what we've seen, you know, with Mari Chambers, uh, you know. I mean, I, I almost shit myself when like Ramsdale did that sidestep. Like, I was oh, like, yeah, dude. That took I'll some balls though. Don't do, uh, don't do that, that, that noise shit right balls. now. But like, you that, can choose a better time yeah, for that. No, but to put that into perspective, right? Uh, you guys know I'm not Ramsdale, Ramsdale's biggest fan, but if Edison was the one who did that, mm. we'd all be like raving about it. But Ramsdale was the one who oh, did yeah, it. Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I think we gotta give credit where credit is due. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think Ramsdale played well. Pretty yeah, assured yeah. home debut by the young Englishman. Yeah. Uh, another shout out to Partey, man. You guys know... Also, oh, know how dude, much I've been on, on Partey's case. Yeah, he, when he came in, he ran the midfield, man. I feel that your midfield partnership right now should be Partey and either Sambi Lakonga or, you know, Maitland Niles. Yeah. I, I uh, feel that he, he played alright in the midfield. Yeah, Ma- Maitland Niles, man. He got his chance. He's a free man now. We heard his. <laughs> the gods have hurt him. I'm actually surprised he started. I I I really thought um that outburst was kind of the beginning of the end, especially because we know how once Arteta has his mindset on a player, he's pretty but much like they're in no, the no, gulag so, forever. Uh, Pascal, I think it was one of those like you know on FM where you like your player complain, just want to punish yeah, your, them your for a week, uh, <laughs> just to show <laughs> the them who's com- boss. Uh, complains about something <laughs> I, and then you I, say I and then you saying. just reply, okay, okay, I'll play you in the next coming games, and then everything just resolves. <laughs> Nah, I don't think he would bring him in just to shut him out again. I think he kind of wanted to yes, rehabilitate yes. him. I was almost he, he almost had to punish him because you can't you can't be going on social media calling out your club. So there had to be sanctions. Dude, I, but I was surprised yeah, I was that he brought him back that in. Tommy made the lineup because I thought like they'll slot Midland Niles there instead as right back. But then when I saw his name and then I saw Tommy there, I was like, oh. He's actually gonna play the center midfield, which, uh, with Lokonga, and I was like, okay, I can. Well, well, we'll see how it goes. I mean, it's his. Wait, so so does Midland now kind of transition to a right back or right wing back when Arsenal are defending, or is he kind of constantly I in think that he's central just midfield in the, role? 
whether it's you more, guys are yeah, in box, box or like uh, I forgot what's the term for it but it's in between he could do wing it, it's really up to Arteta's formation I, I guess like on which side of the field they attack on I think he's more comfortable on the right no matter what although we know that he can play left so it's kind of like uh, I, I guess it's a choice of where he's gonna play I guess uh, mm. yeah but Saka Odegaard uh, Pepe you know Pepe should have scored that goal Bro, Pepe is like, I'm not Pepe's biggest fan, dude. He is so he frustrating is, he is. to dude, watch. It, it, it low-key reminds me a bit of like, Javinho, man. Dude. <laughs> I like Javinho. <laughs> he does. He does. Yeah, but... Jo- I mean, Javinho will always pull out a couple of tricks, you know, nice to watch. He's like a... I don't know, he's like a shittier <laughs> version of Sam Yeah, Max. yeah, yeah. Oh, damn, that's good one. I don't know. I feel Pepe, like, yeah, he needs to he he needs to step up his productivity. I man. don't feel that so he needs to be played further forward because he's yeah, always he's, too yeah, far I, back. He always I, I feel that he's he operates much better when he's I think like ten yards a little ten, fifteen yards forward on on where he's right fully or, or rather I, I agree or with Sash. Where, where he's playing right now. He's just yeah. a runner and he needs the space to like break in the channels. Uh but when you drop him in too deep, he has too much pace. Uh too much mm-hmm. speed, too much space to cover up for. So actually I think like that shorter final third ish is kind of where he Just let him yeah, you should just let him play on like the shoulder. Yeah, but we got no defense, defender, so like, kind of like what Rafinha. I mean you kind of do need someone to be ready to counter to have their offensive threat. If not, you guys are just going to be supposedly. I guess that's time. what he thinks Alba is supposed um, to do, la. Like depends on how he once again like putting. Is he gonna rely on Alba to like chase down the final third, or like is that gonna be Pepe's job? You know, to it's be totally fair, right? Alba did press pretty well from the front. He, he, he did. He did. He did. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was working hard. Yeah, yeah. That that goal was. I don't want to Dude, say well that goal was like FIFA 16. FIFA <laughs> my, first 16 reaction, settings, man. my first reaction was, <laughs> I was going to get this one out. <laughs> I was like, oh, come on. Surely not. But uh, rightfully. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I did see the camera. Yeah, yeah, because, like, because the ball yeah, ricocheted it's, off it's, a Norwich player. Legit. That's why yeah. it counted. Yeah. Oba finally getting off the mark, man. Yeah, how important was that for like his confidence and stuff? Yeah. It doesn't general, matter. Man, yeah, it doesn't matter how they go in, man. Like a goal is a goal. Yeah. Come off your ass, a la Dwight Gale style. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you could you could see like the Arsenal's fan, uh, Arsenal fans. He went to celebrate with them as well for the mm. goal. Yeah, I think like it, it's just a step of confidence for the whole team as a whole. Yeah, but uh, still not captaincy material for me. Should yeah. go to nope. someone nope. like um, wait, who's the captain now? Oh, is it Jaka? Was it? Uh, it's still oh, it's Alba. It's Alba. Yeah, I mean his. I mean he. Yeah, it's Alba. Yeah, actually, I, I know that he has the armband. I know he has the armband on him, but the vice was actually yeah. Bellerin. So who is vice captain now? Tierney. I feel that Tierney should be How captain. The fuck the, is Bellerin he was vice just trying to hold both of them down <laughs> at one point in time. Uh, yeah, but. But hey, man! Mm. Step in the right direction. The talks with Edu and yeah, Arteta went well, yeah. my guy. Arsenal fans yeah, really yeah. Them yeah. Gratitude. They had no idea What I had to do To pull through this mm. Yeah my bro I'm sure <laughs> my bro Will be grateful uh. well, What about you man Like Your guys Liverpool Your guy Your guy I just saw like Liverpool Had a Jack Wilshere <laughs> Incident Wow 
that yeah. Well, that, Aaron Ramsey that definitely that. ruined the 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 game as a spectacle. Um, what do you think of the tackle though? Like, when yeah, you I know there's been a lot of debate about whether it was mm-hmm. a red card. Um, I mean, definite foul for me. I know some people are saying he won the ball, but the follow through negates it. I mean, you, if you're taking Elliot out on the follow through, it has to be a foul. Um, I think if he stands up and walks away, mm, probably a yellow. But with the damage, right, the ref kind of, you kind of don't have any choice at that point but to show the red. Um, I don't think Stroik really. Uh, there was no malice decision. in it. Yeah, I don't think there was any malice in that. Oh, tackle. for sure. Just, no, no one, no one know, is really con- saying he meant to do it. I yeah, think he it's just did like contact sports stuff, and yeah. I, I think the way that um Harvey Elliott fell, it was unlucky. It just it's the perfect storm, mm-hmm. la. And uh, Elliott was actually just like he would have come off at the next phase of play, then the next stoppage of play, he would have been subbed off. So, just a really shitty like situation. Um, seeing Mo freak out like that, you, you I knew right away like um, it, it was a broken leg. I just didn't know whether it was a. It, it wasn't a broken leg, right? It's a it, dislocated. It's a, it was dislocated. Yeah, yeah. dislocated. I, I heard Klopp talk about it. Uh, dislocated, but they managed to pop it back in, but they still want to see scans and all that kind of thing. No lah, but the, the damage around like the ligaments and all that, especially for someone who. Um, He's still growing, right? Yeah, exactly. Like he's still a young child. Mm-hmm. It's just a shame. Like, the whole situation, you know, it... it I, oh, yeah, I, I forget who I was texting yesterday. It's like, he was building up momentum. He broke into this really... Um, I, won't, I won't say star-studded, but this really difficult midfield to break into. This is yes. his third game in a row he started. And you wouldn't begrudge um, Klopp for selecting him because he's looked great, but... Um, you know, Liverpool fans are not only sad that someone so talented and so young has picked up such a horrific injury, but the fact that we actually could use a guy like him. It's not like he was just showing up, you know, for 10-minute cameos and all that. He was actually starting games for us, so... Yeah, it, it, yeah I, I mean, I totally get you. It's really like a Jack Wilshere, Aaron Ramsey kind of situation where they, like, injure their leaks at the start of their... When their career is about to start blooming mm. and then a big a big thing to like just totally get injured right at this moment. Yeah, when, when I saw, yeah, sorry to cut you, when I saw how Salah reacted, I kind of feared that it was going to be a similar injury to what Ramsey or yeah, Eduardo yeah. faced. Like, you know, I immediately thought of band. Eduardo, dude. Yeah, dude, yeah same. It was, was one of those horrific. like massive crazy injuries, but I, I, I don't want to like put this off saying like it, it's lucky that he, like it, it could be way worse. Yeah, I think a yeah, broken leg. I, I do agree, yeah. Uh, hopefully a dislocation with surgery six, maybe half a season. Mm. Hopefully, like, I, I don't think it will take too long. Yeah, we, uh, we wish him well. Wish yeah, wish Mr. him well. Mr. Mm. I think the question is, is Nabi Keta really <laughs> ready to <laughs> come <answer>. up with <laughs> <laughs> See, he's, lurking, living, he's living in the shadows, Living rent-free in all of hits, man. <laughs> Lurking in the shadows, waiting for his moment to shine. I mean, but even you, you, so you still have Ox, um, right? But Ox is pretty much like, I don't know what position he plays now. He's like a false nine or something. I, I swear, we had this conversation about yeah, the yeah. video but last yesterday year. I saw it in action for the first time in a league game. So we clearly are going through with it 
Like the it's not a prank anymore. It's like we're actually trying it out. Um, yeah. So how about the thoughts on on the game? Once again, the wishing Harvey Elliott the best. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. in recovery. Yeah. But the game itself, I felt that you know I watched the game. I think I watched the game with you. I felt that it could have been eight 0 to Liverpool and you would have them. <laughs> the first ten minutes was a proper game. First ten or fifteen mm-hmm. minutes, like there was no midfield to speak of. It was end to end, kind of what we were expecting. Like with Leeds, it's always like that. But I do agree with you. Once it hit around twenty minutes or so, Liverpool just took over after Salah's goal, dude. That right, not even after Salah's goal, like. You could tell the goal was coming leading up to the to Salah's goal. And then once he scored, it really should have been at least 3-0 at halftime. I mean, Junior Furpo was <laughs> getting introduced to the Premier League in spectacular fashion. My guy looked lost. He was nice, yeah, he has a trying nice to take Salah's shirt home before halftime. Yeah. <laughs> nice nice mustache, but pretty questionable. Pretty defensive shocking play. defending. Uh, um but yeah, I mean, we all know Leeds, right? Like how Bielsa sets them up. They go toe-to-toe with um, each player. So basically, uh, the 10 outfield players are responsible for marking the other 10 outfield yeah. players in the opposition yeah. team. But it's just, Liverpool had the better individual players in, at this position. It's and not it just that, it, it didn't, su- it's not like we were taken by surprise. We, you could mm-hmm. tell, um, especially the Liverpool defenders and Fabinho, they were drilled on like, okay, you know that you're going to be pressed the moment you get the ball or the moment you release the ball. You have to be smart about it. They, none of them took any chances yesterday. All the passes were very like safe in that. Se- and then, mm-hmm. in order to break free from the press, the players had the technical skill, especially Thiago. Um, I think that's a big reason why he started yesterday. He was able to not only ping passes around, but when he was getting pressed by one or two players, he was able to turn and make some space for himself and and get us going on the counter attack. Yeah, very uh, Jorginho-like, right? beating the counter press. Jorginho, I was actually going to say, like, he's probably <laughs> the one of the best at that, right, Thiago? Like, maintaining yeah, yeah, position. He's alright. He's alright. Dictating the tempo. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you want a guy who will slow the tempo down, you just pick Thiago. crawl, yeah. I do like him and Fabinho, though. I think the two, I'm glad that Towards the end of last season, the both of them got an extended run together. Um, although I don't feel like the two of them in Hendo are best midfield three, it's a little bit too um, slow. Bit too slow, yeah. So we do need to find um, that balance. Maybe it could be Fabinho, Hendo, and um, Ox. Keita or whoever. No, 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 man. Keita's not the answer. <laughs> and Hendo. Fabinho and I don't know Jones or something. Are you really missing a uh, Wijnaldum right about now? Yeah, I I, I feel I, that you I, guys I, I don't think Wijnaldum. so. I think they're missing their like num- the 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 Lallana and I, I know what the yeah, runner Lallana. the yeah Lanana might be uh, like at his prime might uh, be. I that, mean, you so. need a, a time machine to get. That's get what the makes the Elliot injury like, like all the more frustrating because it looked like we had found a guy. Um, pretty much out of nowhere Dude, with the qualities. Curtis, Curtis Jones, man, what what happened to you him? You know what they need? They, they freaking need just continue back. Nah, dude. <laughs> nah, nah. Oh, actually, Curtis Jones, right? <laughs> Curtis Jones was having a yeah, pretty dude, Curtis Jones, Jones is too inconsistent for me, though. I, I I personally would have liked to have seen him go out on loan, but um, I don't think we had the yeah, debt yeah, to, to afford to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, he could have benefited from a season-long loan, much like Elliot did, but 
I guess now it's it he's got to take this chance now to to make that spot his own. Mm-hmm. Talk about money. Yeah, we have to talk about or, le- or lack, lack of, of dude. <laughs> or rather lack of finishing. I'm glad. <laughs> like I love money. I'm so happy he got that goal in the end. But at the same time, it paid, like if you didn't dude, watch the game, you would just five, be like, oh yeah, money got a goal. But <laughs> she got the five. Dude, dude was disgusting <laughs> in front of goal yesterday. You could tell that his teammates were fed up as well. They were just like, dude, you're, it's not going to happen for you today. Like, stop. Like, just... Well, he did get one in the end. So. Yeah, I mean, it was against oh, 10 yeah, but he missed so like seven. Like, he missed like seven shots. Right? Yeah, it's... <laughs> and it, those are big chances, man. I mean, like, like what Sash said, a, moon is, a, a goal is a goal, so... That is yeah. true, nah, dude, but I, I was, you have to, yeah, you I have was, to acknowledge mm-hmm. the warning signs. Mane has... Um, his finishing has been a bit suspect for quite a while now. He's been a bit too predictable as well. So, I don't know. He's going to have to work on that in training, man. Because that wasn't good enough yesterday. Especially when Salah yeah, is, you know, taking his chances. <laughs> you look at the other flank and... Yeah. Dude, Salah looked good, man. Like, he looked like he he's going to do something this season. He looked like he is up for it. There's something every the season. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, no, the like, African like, no, Cup I feel and like the Premier League. <laughs> Now, I feel like this season he's a little bit more on it. Like a little bit throwback to his um debut season at, at Liverpool. Mm, he looks okay. He looks sharper, he from. looks fresher. He looks more like he wants to take the initiative and he looks less selfish. Mane's the one that's more selfish, but uh, you guys know how much I love Mane, but Bro, you've cost It's hard not yeah. to like Mane, but you we have to call a spade a spade. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like I was pretty pissed off at him because he, he kept missing the chances that Jota presented to him and I had Jota in my Premier League, fantasy Premier League and I was <laughs> Yeah, I mean it, it just had to be when Jota got stuffed off that Mane finally decided to score. I was like, Yeah, that's that's life man. <laughs> Bro. The brilliant assist by Thiago, mm-hmm. by the way. Mm-hmm. What a baller. <laughs> I, I one last thing on Salah, like kind of stepping up a bit more this season. Um, I do think it's also because of these new big signings who've come in. Yep. Salah does have that part of him, you know, where he is a bit of. I want to say a narcissist. He's a bit of a narcissist. He has that selfish streak in him. So naturally, seeing these world class attackers come in, right? He wants to show that okay, Kane's being talked about for like hundred sixty million. Ronaldo's coming, Lukaku's coming for big money. Uh, all my fans at Liverpool are crying out that we're not spending money, but I'm going to show them that we don't need to because I'm still here. That's the kind of vibe I get from him. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I do agree with you that he is showing a bit of a a meaner, meaner edge in front of goal this mm-hmm. season. I heard him in an interview. Um, He was mentioning... No, like, so over the weekend, he hit his 100 goals in the Premier League, right? And yeah, then um, yeah. he was, I think he was mentioning that he has 98 goals for Liverpool. And so he mm-hmm. was talking about how uh, he hopes that he can become the fastest ever player for Liverpool to hit 100 goals for Liverpool. And I think he was saying that really with this kind of, um, I could tell by his tone, like he's going, he's trying to go for personal uh, accolades as well. I think that's the difference uh, between, like he's probably the only one in the team that really talks about it like that. Like he wants to be known and and he wants to be kind of like held in that same like you mentioned like that same uh talk about circle as the rest of the big names and i think he's probably the only one who really wants to be like in the contention for like ballon d'or you know what i mean so i think he that's that's some aside to him that will 
will really push him this season to go for the Golden Boot uh, and other personal uh, awards that he can go for. Mm. Probably next mm. season's Ballon d'Or because we all know who's going to win this season's one. Jorginho, man. My, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> I almost choked. Wow. <laughs> hey, you guys were killed to have him in your midfield, Speaking man. Speaking of Jorginho, right? Let's, let's go to front yeah, watch. Yeah. Hey, hey. I was going to say, like, talking <laughs> about... Hey. Hey, I, mean, careful, I really man. did kind of want to do that but careful man we're gonna we're gonna throw hands <laughs> what, you, what you gonna do <laughs> what you gonna do <laughs> so Navi Keita y'all pretty much already know my my nominee yeah. la, but okay. I like Mane? I'm gonna I'm gonna put Mane's up there but not yeah, Mane Pascal, I'm gonna put you on fraud watch man. <laughs> because you know ah, okay. for, for putting Adama Traore in your fantasy <laughs> like we all I mean the listeners all know how much of uh the, the, uh, he was spearheading the whole Adama Traore is a fraud movement on Fraud Watch and you know when I got the text like because we have a group chat right and I managed to see a text yeah. saying that oh I'm considering Adama Traore I'm like really? <laughs> I mean I thought you know better man and uh I thought I did too <laughs> I don't know I was swayed by the baby oil the amount Dude, of chances you, you he can't, created, you can't teach finishing man like, you just can't <laughs> I mean, I wanted it to be a meme signing as well, so yeah, that's on mm. me. That's like on I said, the, the dude, dude's a love child of Yannick Bolesi and Usain Bolt. <laughs> Usain Bolt. <laughs> I deserve um, that. Yeah, I yeah, definitely so deserve y- that. You're on fraud watch. <laughs> yeah, man. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Nate, Nate, who's your fraud watch? Um, Mr. JS. Yeah, it's, it's nothing Junior. new, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's been three games and... Still in the he's gulag. still in the gulag, man. Man can't catch a break. Uh, I was the really the hoping that, that, like, yeah. with with how everyone was scoring in the last game, that he would mm-hmm. nick in a goal or something to help with his confidence. No, but what's strange is that I thought that Ole did the right thing by playing Sancho and Ronaldo together because you know home debut, you could have, you could, he could have felt a lot of pressure if Ronaldo wasn't there. But you know, all eyes were on Ronaldo in that game, and I felt that oh, you know, pressures off him. You know, not all eyes are on him to, like, create something or to, you know, carry the team because Ronaldo's there. And I felt yeah. that, you know, with that, he could actually, you know, play without the shackles on and all that. But he, I kind of feel that he's doing a little bit too much at certain times. Like, he's not gelling well with the team at all. He's trying to appease mm. people like I us. don't know. <laughs> it's, you say he's, he's doing too much. I think he's not doing enough or he's doing, like, too much of nothing. Uh, like he's, oh, he makes runs but like I don't know if he knows that that the rest of the team know that that's not a run that they want so he runs into a position then they just switch it to the other side and he ends up walking Pull and back. then yeah. when everyone l- uh, is looking for him to be in a certain place he's not there so he he yeah. becomes completely almost useless over- actually overthinking a little bit I, I mm. don't know if it's that he isn't because he's no longer the star player in like mm-hmm. he was over in Dortmund where if he makes the well, run he is the star player low key like but in a team like I United like too, a bit too respectful in a team like United I think there is no star like I see when Greenwood makes a run players look for Greenwood and then like Pogba so when I say players it's usually our distributors so like Pogba or even further back yeah Bruno. like when Lindelof was playing even like they are looking for yeah they're looking for for the mm. runs of Bruno they're looking for the runs of Greenwood uh, and then Sancho just doesn't make the kind of run that they're looking for. And because he's like hanging back and he wants to 
like kind of get the ball, pick up the ball, and then start dribbling in. I think that's what he thinks he's gonna do. I feel but he he's actually doesn't do it. Like, have you ever seen he doesn't actually do take ons much anymore? Yeah, he's too close to the wing. I feel he's not like central enough or like. No, I, but I he's a winger. Yeah, he's I a know, winger. But he's too like close to the touchline. He needs to be like coming in a bit more. Do you all see there was a moment where um, I think Bruno clipped it into Ronaldo or Ronaldo clipped it into Bruno and one of them flicked it on and they flicked it on into the top left of the pitch and Sancho was right by the byline. I think it was Bruno. Bruno started raging at him to be like, why are you like so far? You're supposed to tuck in and, you know, be picking up loose balls like that. So I think BK does have a point. Mm. He's almost too... Too stuck in that position. For like an inside, he doesn't. He doesn't shift over when the play is like on the other side of the pitch. I, I do hear almost the almost expecting like balls to spray out that that wide. I do hear the commentator said that they think Sancho should be on the right though instead on the left. Like that's where he primarily is. I thought he. I thought they would be rotating flanks throughout the game, but yeah, it is. He kind of stuck on the left. Exactly. Yeah, he didn't really go right much. Yeah. I think it's it's odd because like I also assumed that Greenwood would be on the left, but because Greenwood. If he's on the right, he will cut in and shoot on his left. That's why I think he's on the right. And so Sancho is just now... St- I think they are trying to have him on the left so that Nathan, he can do the same thing. But yeah, on, Nathan, can I yeah. ask, is, is Greenwood left-footed or is he right-footed? Yeah, I was a bit confused. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's technically, MB, I think, right? left. I think he's, he's, yeah, but he's very right? MB, yeah. yeah. Mm. No, inside I mean inside shot, the box, the left and right, I think there's right no foot, difference. Right? Inside yeah, the box. Right. Outside, yeah. I think he would hit the left with more power. Mm. Typically, like that's his main striking foot. But inside the box, like he's he's a deadly finisher. It's mm. it's either or, yeah. Okay. I'm just glad Greenwood got to start because there was a bit of um. Yeah, we were. I we mentioned this in last last week, saying like how he might be the one to give way. But I'm glad they they he started and looks set to start against West Ham as well because I mean it's another solid performance. Yep. Um. So. Enough uh, of the Sancho hit for this week. Yeah, <laughs> what I'm, about I'm, you, BK? I'm throwing Alba into it. We're up against <laughs> of Burnley. Course. Of We're course. up against Burnley next. <laughs> I honestly don't see ourselves making through that uh, turbulent. I don't know. What the hell, man? We were just so positive. <laughs> uh, no, no, this no. This is the classic like Arsenal our, our past fan. three record, yeah, our three records with Burnley, right, was like two draws and one loss. I honestly mm. don't think we, we stand a good shot. I'd like to see uh, Maxwell Cornet make his debut for my guys. Uh, and, uh, uh, we'll find out wow. like how how Burnley <laughs> fares against Everton, and then oh, I yeah, probably tonight, have right? a better gauge on how Arsenal will fare. But mm. for now, like based on stats, I honestly don't think we'll fare that well. Some more were away, so Burnley is home. Turf Moor is quite insane as well. Were you guys set up in a back five again, like how you did against Norwich? I don't know, man. Mm. That's that's. I a, see no reason why they won't. If they set up a back five against Norwich, they like, why would they change against Burnley, right? Similar, similar. Yeah, the good thing is I can styles, say that we don't have any European games, so you know, mm. more time to work on on that. Yeah, formation. Hopefully, right? the defense isn't bullied by Ashley Barnes. <laughs> more like Chris, yeah. Chris, Chris Wood, Barnes, man. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. I mean, they are quite Ooh. big bullies. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a bit more confident with our defense now. A bit, a, a, a bit more rather Dude, than Tommy has through that game. With flying colours, <laughs> he's gonna be the new darling of the Emirates. Gonna be Ooh. compared like with Ruben Diaz and all that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Definitely. T- Tomiyasu? I mean he was already so oh. hyped up after the first game. I can understand yeah, the excitement, dude. but that's also Every- everyone was like not saying put like too thank much God, pressure like, on the guy. 
Yeah, they were like saying like thank God I mean, we signed him and yeah, he defensively, he's defensively solid but um technical ability wise could improve a little bit more in his passing, but yeah, we'll get like there. I, said, I think we'll get there. Ba- baby steps, man. Probably, yeah, baby steps. Yeah. Already baby a steps. huge upgrade on like Chamber, so yeah, there you mm. go. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah, definitely. What about it's an entirely so new defense, right? Like Kolesinich is gone, Holding's gone, Chambers is gone. Bellerin's gone. Cedric's gone as well. Yeah, Bellerin's gone. Really gone. Cedric's kind of still no. there. <laughs> Bellerin's really gone. Don't worry. Yeah. It's not a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Pascal? I already, I already brought him up earlier. I actually wish I kept him for this. Junior Furpo, dude. Like, <laughs> fucking hell. I mean, thanks for making <laughs> life easier for like Liverpool yesterday, but if that is a sign of things to come, right, Bielsa needs to run for the hills because that dude is looking like a liability from day one. Looks like the next Nils- Nelson Semedo, if I'm being completely honest. Something about mm. the La Messiah. Something Academy. about Barcelona. Yeri Mina was from there too, right? They just know how to yeah, yeah, dude. people for defenders. Uh, <laughs> but the guy is still in the front line of Everton. Yeah, so I he know. Has to be doing Enough said. Something, right? Like, I rest my line. case. No, yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 I, I think we have a good wrap of uh, last week's game. game Wait, three, is, uh, four, four. Is, is Sasha's one? It's me. Saul? It's Pascal. No, it's me, oh, yeah. it's it's uh, oh, <laughs> right, 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 right. But I mean, Saul is a close Special second. shout out to um, Benjamin <laughs> Mendy too, because he looks like he's actually gonna be locked up till December, right? Or was, was that fake news? Ge- yeah, January. Uh, I, I think it's real. I think it's real. Probably gonna be cellmates with Adam Johnson. No. I mean, if you wanna talk Adam about fraudulent left backs, it doesn't get more fraudulent than Benjamin <laughs> Mendy. So, uh, but yeah. I I think we should wrap this up with one more thing. Uh, shout out to. My well, not my guy, Sasha's guy. Uh, Jose Mourinho on his one thousand. Oh game. yes, yeah. was it one thousand win or one thousand game? One thousand game. Yeah, one thousand win would have been mad. Like some Pele, <laughs> Pele level stats. Dude, dude, what a way dude to win it, though. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. they come back. Uh, with Roma. Did, did you see? Did you see his run? It I was did. Iconic, yeah. Like. yeah, iconic. Similar iconic, to man. what he did when um, I think he beat Barcelona with Inter yeah. Milan. Yeah, yeah. He did it against iconic. United too uh, With Porto Yeah 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 yeah. I remember that one mm. Yeah dude yeah. Dude is gonna resurrect His career Once again in Italy mm-hmm. Yeah And then he'll Take over PSG Somehow I think oh, he's done Portuguese. With like I think he's just gonna <laughs> Take teams And like fan bases That love him Cause he's such a narcissist mm. He's not gonna deal With like <laughs> Deranged owners anymore mm. Yeah Alright I think we have a good one Um for quite a bit actually I don't know how to wrap this shit how do we wrap this up give it a go man <laughs> just, just say thanks to the, to the listeners and to yeah, tune in right, thanks guys for listening thanks for tuning in to our game week 4 wrap yeah. up um, tell them to follow us follow us follow us on Instagram uh, and on YouTube uh, on Full Kit Banter as well uh, you can check out our Fantasy Premier League uh, join us yeah link, links in the links on the Instagram page as well what Sash said <laughs> <laughs> Alright, see you guys. <laughs> Peace.